Starting. 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 Yeah, yeah, y'all already know, already know. Seven the pants, seven the pants. That dude fits on the beats, on the beat. Yeah, yeah. We live in entertainment, entertainment. Sound change, sound change, sound change. Crown the king, crown the king, only. This is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a tip drill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying round the fields. Hard and five forever keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, jeans and long sleeves, they taking no shorts. So hot to death. Oh, yes, these other sports podcasts live as a pro's course. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyze it with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever for. No longer got any use for the four letters The latest news, score stats in the view from the sideline Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth yeah. No need to dig for a part in line It's always in season if people start five, start five We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you we need, what you need. the sports news you see We don't waste time, we talking cause we live it. We got what you we need, got what you yeah. need. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you we need, got what you need. And y'all know me, seven sign, I'm the hellest cat stick. I got what you need, I got what you need, 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 what you need. Each and every week, as always, we got what y'all need. It's me, your boy the mayor, that DJ named Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy from deepest darkest Africa. And we back with the newest episode of the start of five a day early. Because whether you celebrate that it's Easter, that it's the, the what is it, the summer solstice, zombie Jesus day, whichever you respectfully <laughs> choose to celebrate tomorrow, we are giving y'all that day to do y'all thing. I know for me, it's a day, you, the family, what's up, Facebook user, whoever you are, as I tell y'all, uh, please go to streamyard.com slash Facebook. Just do the little sign-up thing. It ain't going to be that invasive or nothing. And we'll be able to see your freaking name. I have a feeling that might be Boogie. Shout-outs to you, miss. And, you know, you're doing great on your recovery. And everybody, if you're friends with her, you know Love you, Boogie. going through. Yeah, we're not going uh, to divulge all of that on, uh, on, on our airways. Unless she ever wants to come in and have a conversation with us about it, we could do that. But before all that, yo... Let's get into the opening shout-outs. What's good with y'all? Whoever wants to go first. What's good? What's good? As the brother likes Jay likes to say, everything's Ishtar over here. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 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 But but everything's good. Feeling good. It's been a (laughs) been a good week. A lot of positive things happening. Looking to make some moves uh, in the next couple of weeks. So, on the up and up, I'm great. Hope everybody out there is doing great as well. That's what's up. What's up, everybody? What's up, family? Everything is good over here. You know, just um, chilling in the backyard, um, getting ready for tomorrow to see everybody's 2019 Easter suits tomorrow in all colors. (laughs) (laughs) Ready to see them nice, bold colors, you know, like red and purple, creamsicle, you know. (laughs) Little sherbet orange. That's it, baby. You you know how the Easter suit game go. Breaking it out of the good old dry cleaning. I love New York plastics. 
<laughs> Shit got dust though in the ears. <laughs> Smell like the closet. Yeah. <laughs> but just for a quick aside for everybody uh who's celebrating tomorrow, I just want to give y'all a quick uh quick song. Hey, hey, since you better praise God or I'm a suit and that's on God. I ain't playing about my Lord and Savior. I'm on my job. If you ain't a Christian, I'ma stop you in the face. If it ain't about Jesus, I'm gonna hit you with this curve. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Hell, Damn. Yeah, praise Jesus Christ, nigga. Free Palestine, free take hey. oh, It's man. the trap game. Abraham Lincoln, four score and 16 bars ago. I'll pause it right there because there was a bar set, and this was well before Betty White died, but he said, R.P. Betty White. Uh, he said, R.P. Betty White. <laughs> I know I know she ain't dead yet, but I think it's coming. And, but, this oh. one, and oh. this a, but no, but this, this, this joint came out years ago, uh, at least a year or two ago. It's from the uh, the video somebody made up from some funny ass shit, but the the artist who actually made the song is this dude named Zach Fox, and I guess it was more like a freestyle than an actual song, but the shit was the shit's hilarious. I'm gonna just show you a quick. Uh, I'm not gonna play. Like this is this is the video y'all need to go see on YouTube itself. I'm just gonna screen share y'all just so y'all know how funny looking this shit is, but he was in the booth rapping like this. Wow. <laughs> but the shit is hilarious. The song is hilarious. Um, dude actually got music. Hey, Courtney, as she's seen it. See, this is my, my, my sister, cousin, slash whatever family, Ian's sister, family, and she gets this kind of humor with me, like, and I'm sure she even knows who Zach Fox is. And I actually, because of that song, which I put up, if you read the bottom, go follow the TikTok. I made, I've been doing a series that I'm up to episode 21 of rent-free randomness, which is just dumbass shit that comes to my head that was like infectious shit on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's my question. It was like, where do you find this shit at? Because I would have never found this if you didn't show it. So like she said that nigga hilarious. That nigga is hilarious. But yeah, like this, I found it on Facebook a while back. And it whoever posted it was that video that I showed. And wow. I played I quickly played it short, hopefully, because I hope they don't pull the shit down and all that. But dude can actually rap though. Like after thinking about that, like oh, I was thinking about this song and it just kept being stuck in my head. And then with Easter coming tomorrow, duh, let me add this to the rent free randomness uh uh joints that I've been doing. And uh yeah, I just this <laughs> I, I wish I could play the whole thing because it's it's dumb. I'm but just saying, if it ain't about Jesus get smacked in the face, though. Hey. <laughs> this shit is fucking funny, though. Hold on. I'm trying to get to trying to get to my TikTok so I can show y'all. I can show y'all some of the rent-free randomness. That's hysterical. Uh, like, here we go. Let me get to it. And this is before we get to all the you know the two the two main things that we got to cover this week, which are the NBA playoffs, which are kicking off right about now. We had a game happen already, but here's uh here's my rent free randomness. This <laughs> because of the end of oh. regulation or rent free randomness, part twenty one. 
this was because of the end of regulation podcast. Shout out to my cousin Ty. Mm. Y'all remember this? This is a classic mm. one. Yes. Yeah. How can you yes. slap? Her? How you slap? She slapped me. You mean you slap? <laughs> How can you slap? And then there's part twenty. Oh wait, free randomness. Part twenty. <laughs> this one's because of my daughter. Barbecue and foot massage, Joe's barbecue and foot massage. What? You yeah, know, man. You that know, one. You never, you never seen that? You never seen that? No, barbecue and foot massage, nigga? Yeah. That does not go. Here's another one. Part 18. <laughs> this is your fort, Mr. Wiley. What? <laughs> Why is it that every time I turn on the radio, I, I hear the same five songs 15 times a day for three months. Man, it's a throwback. Man, fuck that. That. <laughs> that was it. Nah, that, yeah, that and that was, that was my joint back. I was, I know I was in junior high when that came out. I, that was, I know, yo, I love that fucking record. But it's, it's shit like that. It's funny shit like that that came to mind, that comes to mind that started the rent free randomness stream of videos and like I said I had to put the Zach Fox joint up there today in honor of Easter <laughs> said if you ain't a Christian I'm gonna stab you in the face <laughs> that's a bit much oh, I know I gotta show that to my wife she that's all like, Old Testament right there and shit you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's straight Old that's Testament it. right there boy they yeah. didn't fuck around in the Old Testament you got no. God <laughs> Plagues taking first children, <laughs> people getting snatched. You know what I'm saying? Eye for an eye shit out there, boy. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not going down that rabbit hole with my non-believing self. We're going down the rabbit hole of the playoffs. <laughs> I respect everybody who does believe. Like I said, I'm married to a Pentecostal Christian. Shout out to my wife and my love, as always. But let's get into these NBA playoffs and let me try to get away from this wind. So far today, we got Jazz Mavericks, and the Ma- the Jazz beat the Mavs ninety nine to ninety three. Currently going on by the time uh, while this episode is going on at halftime, Timberwolves, as TJ said, have been leading the whole game. The entire the- game, the entire game, they led the entire game. Anthony Edwards is the truth. Carl Anthony Towns had eleven points in the first quarter to show that he's no, you know. That that last playoff game was a flu. Um, well, I John wasn't Morant. going into covering on right. games just yet. Okay, I'm just reading up all the matchups for the first round, and Go then ahead. we'll give our predictions. Uh, next up, the second round Sixers versus the Toronto Raptors. The Ooh, Lord. Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets versus <laughs> the Golden State Warriors. Hawks versus Heat start off tomorrow. Nice. Nets, Celtics, mm-hmm. Bulls, That's Bucks, game to watch. Mm-hmm. Pelicans, Suns. Now, I was going to ask where do y'all want to start first, but TJ already did all the name dropping for the first game that's going on. So let's go to Timberwolves, Grizzlies. Um, this one, I thought I, I was looking at the, the, the Grizzlies to possibly uh, to possibly beat that, beat the Timberwolves, like, I would say maybe five games at best six. But if the Timberwolves are going to come out the gate like this in game one today, this might go seven. Um, 
I have no pick on this one, being just completely honest, TJ, because this is just two really young teams that that are trying to find their way in how to play, quote-unquote, playoff basketball. Yeah. Um, the Timberwolves have surprised me, honestly. I didn't think they would get this good this quickly. But with the talent they have, they're, they're proven otherwise. They got some season uh, – a couple of vets in there sprinkled in there with Pat Bev and a couple of other guys. But, um, you know, John Morant, Bain, Desmond Bain, and them boys, they, they've been playing serious basketball for the entire year. John Morant was doing stuff in the first half. To, you know, he's an alien at this point. He was doing – his body control and the way he gets to the basket is ridiculous. Um, but I, I, I see, I, I can see this going six. I don't see it going seven. I see it going six. The Grizzlies can figure out the Timberwolves. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it like that. The Grizzlies can figure out the Timberwolves, and it'll go six. No doubt. Um, this is a hard matchup. You know, which team's got the most heart? I think both teams is trying to find their identity, their playoff identity, um, as well. Um, I'm I'm going with the Grizzlies, and I think it's going to go to full stretch though. Mm. Yeah, I think it's going to go to full stretch. So John okay. Morant is that dude's going to be the face of the league. I know everyone's talking about Luca's going to be the new face of the league. Nah, it's going to be John Morant, man. It's not even close. As long as he, yeah. long as he, he don't, um, you know, he he keeps his knees okay. He don't go the way of Derrick Rose. Um, this this kid, the sky's the limit for this dude. Yeah, stay away from injury and scandal. And so far, the kid looks like he has a great head on his shoulders. I don't think his father will allow it to, to happen, any kind of fuckery like that. And it's, it's just about health, just like with any old young player. The only, thing, the only thing with him is will he stay in Memphis? That'll be it. You know what I'm saying? Will he stay there? I, I can see him as a complete demission kind of guy. You know like, what I'm the, like Giannis in Milwaukee? Yeah, yeah, I can see okay. him as a complete demission kind of kid. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm leaving this alone. I have no picks on this one, Jamal. What's the series you want to go in with next? Excuse me. Go with next um, Raptors and second round sixes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was that I'm was sorry. almost where I wanted to go to if I was going to jump you. But go ahead, let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so the fabulous processed. We coming out the East for the sixth year in a row, most exciting team in the East Sixers, find themselves loaded with James Harden and celebrating. And James Harden was supposed to be the key to their success and uh, what have you. Um, this is a tough matchup. They should they should get out of here and and complete the mission and, and make it to the second round at least. Uh, I'm going to go with the Sixers and six. I like I like that. I I kind of want to roll with that too, because you know the Raptors are like sneaky good in a way, mm -hmm. and we're not fully sure what we're gonna get out of them. Just to be honest with you, so I I do like the second round Sixers in six. I do like that pick. I think this is gonna go to full stretch seven. Seven. You got championship pedigree. Fred Van Fleet has got a ring. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He knows what it takes. Uh, Siakam's got a ring. He knows what it takes. OG and Anobi, all their dudes are like six, seven, and better. I mean, that's a, a extremely tall team. Uh, yeah. 
and they can compete and switch with everybody on that team. They can play multiple. They can play and defend multiple positions. It's not going to be easy for the Sixers to come out of this. If the Sixers do win, like I said, it's going to go seven. I take the Sixers in seven, and then whoever they get in the second round, they're just going to lose like they do every year. You know, the key to the key to actually that 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 series is Doc Rivers and James Harden. Right. And if that, James Harden goes three for fifteen and you know mm-hmm. twenty five points, and all of his points came at the free throw line, then he really didn't do anything. That and as long as Doc don't coach to lose. Oh, he's going to do that. That's what he's been doing his whole career. <laughs> yeah. I can see, I can see that too. But a lot of it does bank on Harden. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do just see that. I do. See just that. look, it, just look for Dan Tony coaching the Sixers next year. Imagine and like JP, <laughs> JP said on his Facebook uh, timeline, he said, "I don't, I don't want to see Dan Tony on." The whole I ninety five up and down the East Coast, anywhere near the East Coast. <laughs> well, be, be prepared if they lose in the first or second round that his head will be on a billboard somewhere, welcoming him to Phil, uh, Philadelphia, for sure. But now, what is after chance? Now, but now, see, all right, quick, just quick, quick aside on that point there. Would that be beneficial? or more harmful for what the Sixers have done. Harden has experience underneath him, pause. And he was, he cooked to the MVP with with him. You know what I'm saying? He he was cooking in Houston to to become the MVP. But then scheme-wise, what does that take away from the rest of the team? That's the problem. How How much does that help Joel Embiid with a coach like him? I don't see it. Now, Joel Embiid is an offensive threat, can be an offensive threat. But will it really benefit him? And I no. severely doubt it. No. No, because no, Philly, no yeah, shooters, Philly can't outscore anybody. Yeah. Philly, Philly's no not built to outscore anybody. They have to play defense. And what does Mike D'Antoni coach? Offense. He does not coach defense at all. Seven seconds or less, baby. Yeah, well, a, every every coach coaches defense. It's just the what's your real focal point? You know, yeah, what but I'm when, when your defense is going against traffic cones and and chairs and shit, you know what I'm saying? I I feel you <laughs> on that. I I feel you on that. But where do you man up or woman up and take that into account for yourself? You don't understand what I'm saying? That's no, that's I hear ultimately you. Ultimately, what what I'm trying to get at is right. You still got to take accountability for self. You do, but, true, the, but the track the record of the, yeah, the, yeah, track, the record. track record of D'Antoni has never been yeah, a yeah, defensive yeah. stalwart. You know what I'm saying? Like he, this, yeah, go ahead, brother. Yeah, like they they got one of the best defensive players in the league. Yo, you you forget, Tybo can't play in Canada. This could drastically affect this series, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Tybo cannot true. play in Canada. You're taking one of your best. Your best defensive player off the floor for three uh, three games, yeah. in, in effect. So the quote unquote stealing a game, aka going out and doing what you're supposed to do and win, comes into play here. Tremendously. Good. I mean, MB's gonna ball out. So I mean, this yeah, is the sixth it... series to lose. Still, I mean, but it's it's a rough series. And this this series this series can go seven. Um, like TJ said, uh, Toronto is long. They're athletic. Um, 
They can they can switch on anybody. They can make it hard to get the ball to where to you know to get the ball inside. <clears throat> you know, and they can beat that team up by the time they get to the second round. You know, the prophecy will fulfill itself again. (laughs) (laughs) And with with that being said, I'm going to pick the next one because this is a breeze over, in my opinion. We'll go with some Bucks, Bulls. Uh, This is Bucks in a sweep. The Bulls aren't the same Bulls that we've seen at the beginning of the season, Jamal. This should be a quick dust up for, uh, for Giannis and them boys. I, I'm going buck sweep. I'm not even giving them one. That's what, wow, wow. Um, no, nah, the Bulls. Plus, it's the Bulls. Fuck the Bulls. Yeah, I love yeah, you, facts. Chicago, but fuck the facts. Bulls. No, facts. I love the city of Chicago, but the Bulls, no, they can eat shit. Um, this, this not the same team. This is definitely not the same team from the first half of the season. Something, something got lost somewhere. Uh, well, I guess you know Lonzo. But, that was um, it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going like. I think they're going to show a little bit of moxie. I'm going to go four two bucks. Which Ooh, is, I don't you giving them two games? I'm going to give them two. I don't think they're going to wow. win more than two, but they're going. You know, it's playoff basketball, so. I'm going to get. That means gonna get swept. DeRozan's going to have to score a lot of points, man. Yeah. DeRozan's going to have to score a lot of points. Levine's going to have to have that jumper working. They got Levine and DeRozan, so they're capable of winning some games. They yeah, are. They play, are. So I, that's why I said that they would go. My, my, I think they would go five. They're yeah. just going to play a tremendous game. True. Yeah. But and the Bucks, I mean, you know, the, the Bucks, Bucks take nights off. They, you know, we've seen they that. They do even last year in the playoffs. They just they say, "I right, fuck this game. We ain't gonna play tonight. But we'll get it back." Next but year. that team is deep. Like yeah. Chicago's bench can't match up with Milwaukee's bench. It's uh-huh. it's once the if the bench comes out, and anybody on that bench scores fifteen or more points, it's over. It's over for them. It's, next, it's, it's, yeah. And next series, TJ, your pick? Uh, Hawks Heat. Was that Hawks Heat? Yes. This should be this should be a sweep by the Heat, but Trey Young and them boys is not going to mm-hmm. go down like that. I think this will go six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give you six on that too. I, I think this will go six. I'll give you six. The, the I Hawks- think they hold. I think they hold home court event. Uh, they think they, they win on their home court. The Hawks. I'll give them one at home. I'll give them one at home. Okay. But uh, you know, it, I mean, we're talking about Trey Young. This kid, we we know what he did to us last year. We know what this Atlanta Hawks team. Philly know what they did too. So you I, know, what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we <laughs> he did Philly going. worse. He yeah, did Philly this, worse. This is true. This is true. But everybody loves to rag on New York because it's New York City. Plus, mm-hmm. the WWE brought him out in New York City to wave and, and harass the fans also. So he's more of a super villain to us than the city of Philadelphia. And then once again, I love you, Philly. I love you, Philly. But that's how second, unfortunately, that's how second your city is compared to ours. That y'all got <laughs> worse. But people don't think about that. They think about just shitting on the Knicks. Yeah, and you know what, yeah. uh, Trey. Uh, even though he's a villain, as much as I want to dislike Trey Young, I can't. You know what I mean? His, Absolutely his game, not. His game Absolutely is ridiculous, not. and it's like he's not the villain the way Reggie Miller was a villain. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yep. He's right. not a villain like that. Like they they boo cheer him in, in the garden. You know what I mean? 
So it's like half and half. Um, so, but Trey, w- with me, I'm going four two with that series because Atlanta Nate's gonna have those boys prepared. What we see with Atlanta now is that they are a different team in the regular season than in the playoffs. Yes. And so they may steal a couple, and if Trey goes off, Trey's capable of of hurting anybody's feelings in any game. Yes. And they should be able to take at least you know one in Miami. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna go four two Miami. And see, yeah. I was I was gonna I was gonna roll four one, but y'all convinced me on the four two. I like it. I, I I think Atlanta gets at least yeah one at home, one on the road. Well, that's, you know what the difference is is too the coaching. Spolstra is is just such a good coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love Nate McMillan and what he's doing, but Spolstra's Spolstra's been there so many times before. He's seen it all. He's won a he's, couple of chips already. But he's like, teams with offense. <laughs> but but also too, I don't like to give the coaching, especially in basketball. I don't like to give coaching that much credit because they're not the ones shooting the basket. They're just the ones that are telling the who to get on the floor and when. Well, they're and trying to put their players in the best position to win, yeah. though. Dan, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Execution. Meaning, yeah, meaning, yeah. Put these put these matchups together, and yeah, Spolstra. I mean, I I'm one of them who doubted him early. Like who the fuck is this guy? He had the the benefit of LeBron, D Wade, and Bosch, and the rest of that phenomenal team back then. That you know we don't see those fans no more, mind you. Remember that we don't we don't see none of them Miami fans anymore. No, but they uh, yeah, <laughs> they gone. They, they they're, they're player fans. Let's remember that they're play they're fans of players. But uh, but yeah, I mean the dude has, I mean he's had his bumps in the road to where he was. Had a couple bad bad years here and there, but once he he knows how to to set his team up and put them on the the floor the right way to make sure they get into the playoffs. And you can see the teams the, the players clearly play for this man. You know the team the, the players clearly play for him. So yeah. coaching difference, it's going to be just it's obviously going to be about the matchups on the floor. Let's see how that goes down. But ultimately, like I got to say, no matter what matchup you put on the floor, you still got to put the ball in the hole. Word. That's it. <laughs> no matter what the coach says, the coach don't put no bu- no baskets in the bucket no more. You know, <laughs> and with that being said, I'm going a, I'm to a roll to – I'll roll and then Jamal goes. I know I went out of order, my bad. But I'm going to go to Warriors Nuggets. Where there's mm. a coach there also who doesn't put the ball in the hole anymore, the Steve Kerr. Uh, <laughs> the this this one, this series can go seven. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna be the flake again. I'm gonna pick on everything else. I promise y'all. I promise. I'm gonna pick the rest because we got three more matches left. I can't pick on this one either. Because this is going to go seven, and this could be the bounce of the ball. Obviously, you know, this is a Warriors team uh, with the core three pieces, depending on if Draymond comes back healthy to play, the core three pieces of their first two and three championships are still there, back, I mean, Splash Brothers. But we're talking about, the potential MVP of this season. In my opinion, I think, and as much as I love Joel Embiid, one of my favorite players in the league right now, if not the top one, next to LeBron. Nikola Jokic 
is the fucking MVP. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. He does I'm too sorry. much. I'm sorry. And yeah. when you look at when you look at his numbers and what this man did, that man's the MVP. Golden State has nothing to defend that. So for Golden State to win, they're gonna have to shoot the lights out of that gym, Jamal. And like, I mean, three pointed them to death to where they can't come back. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, Denver can steal this series, man. Um, this is this a tough ass matchup, bro. And if that core three ain't fully healthy, you know, Steph is a little rusty, you know. Um, this is definitely going seven. Uh, shit, I don't know who to pick. Um, it's just it's a winnable series for Denver. Um, I just think, I think they're one piece away. That's that squad. From really being a serious chip threat, they're still one piece away. I'm gonna go Warriors in seven. I can dig that, but the, I mean the way the West is set up right now, yeah. TJ, it's like if Denver makes it through and Phoenix makes it through, like it could be either one of their series, in my opinion. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean this is gonna be a slugfest for real, and it's gonna come down to health of the Warriors versus. The health of 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 who's who's the last man standing on the Nuggets, like you said, they have nobody for Jokic, and you want to talk about somebody who looks the least athletic, most unathletic NBA basketball player, but he's doing it with rebounds, passing, scoring. I mean, he was the first player in what we. Two thousand points, a thousand rebounds, and five hundred assists—the first player in NBA history to do that in a season. And guess re- what? All ridiculous. of that stuff. All of that stuff takes athleticism, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, he may look different. It's not his fault. He's a point guard in Tyson Fury's body. You know what I mean? But yeah, man. I mean, I mean, you got to think. I mean, they said Steph is going to be ready for game one. We'll see how far that goes. And, you know, Jokic is a master getting everybody on his team involved. He's got Will Barton playing great. Uh, the young kid Bones playing great. Everybody's playing hard. This is going to be a slugfest. But the Warriors do have that playoff experience and championship pedigree to know when to bring it all together. So, um I'm going to say it's the Warriors and Seven just off of experience. They've been there so many times before with their backs against the wall in so many series, and they know what it takes to win. So. Okay. But I, I, the, reason, the reason why I couldn't say they've been there before and specifically pointed out the core three of Draymond, uh, Curry, and, and Clay is because the rest of that team is very, very young. And I, I will say one a key piece for because you just reminded me I forgot Steph Curry's coming back from injury. Right. Iguodala's back there too, though I think. Andrew Wiggins is going to be the key piece for them. Mm. I think. I think yeah. Because if all four of them, if Draymond is back and all four of them can be on, that could be a six-game series. That could be a six-game series because. Denver's not out shooting. 
Nah, they still need another piece, man. Yeah. So who's in the pin? Who's playing five for them? Is it for Warriors? I don't remember. Kaminga, Jonathan Kaminga, the young kid, or or Wiseman, the uh, yeah. Wiseman, I think the 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 big kid. Either one of those dudes, they're, they're going to be a problem. But they're, they're they're no match for Jokic. Like nobody's uh, nobody's got smoke for Jokic in that series. Uh, Nobody. He's just going to get people in foul trouble. Is what he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> He gonna then, live at the line, and then he live yeah. at, and he makes his free throws, and yep. then have his brothers ready to fight. <laughs> the next, the next fight, Jamal is your pick. We got Jazz Mavs left. Uh, we'll, we'll save the New York team and the Boston team for last. Right. Pelican Suns, pick one of the two. I'm gonna go Jazz Mavs, and I'm gonna go four two Jazz. I just I love shitting on the Mavs. That's just what I. You know. <laughs> the um, Knicks West. The Knicks, the Knicks Midwest, was, yeah, <laughs> just just because you know they was pounding their chest and everybody was saying that they fleeced the Knicks for getting Porzingis and we got fleeced and all that stuff and we got a cap hell, we got picks and we got better because we gave them that broken car and yeah. where's he now? This is and true. So, On the Wizards, and ever ever since we we got fleeced by the Mavs, we've been whooping their ass. Head to head. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, I, but no, I think the Jazz is, the Jazz are too much for them. Yeah, that's a I, I I think that's a we'll see also. But I will I promise picks. I'll ride with you for two Jazz. Um, it's it, I think just. Overall, at least starting five wise, the Jazz has a better combination than the Mavericks. Um, and then it's about where the games are, are won. Obviously, the, the Jazz just beat them first game 99 93. Uh, in Dallas, uh, there you go. So there's the one theft at, at on the road. Um, Donovan Mitchell just needs to stay healthy. I, I don't, I'm not sure. Who Dallas really has? I'm not sure who Dallas really has to stop Rudy Gobert. And yeah, I, I like four. I like four two, uh, four two Jazz. And, yeah, I, I got I got the Jazz in six as well. I concur with you guys. Uh, Matt, Dallas played just like the Knicks. You know, held the lead until the fourth quarter and folded. Um, it was a typical New York collapse in Dallas. Um, so I wasn't shocked there. Donovan Mitchell had like two points in the first half, came back and scored like 20 points in, or something like that in the second half. So um, Dallas can win two games. Uh, I don't see Luka coming back before game four with a strained Cavs. That's one of the most difficult injuries to come back from. He just needs time to rest. Um, if if uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. comes back, he's really not scaring anybody. He's a real, real streaky shooter. So um, I'm, I'm in agreement with you guys. Jazz at six. All right, we got to get out the fucking wind tunnel. But while you're there, while the wind died down, it's on you, Suns and Pelicans. Well, it's uh, Pelican Suns, and I got the Suns in a dog walk sweep of the Pelicans. Four straight. I don't think any game will be close. I think they win every game by at least 10 points or better. Um, the Suns are just too deep. Pause. Uh, too much experience. They, they, they're, they're on a mission to get back to the finals, and they've been playing like that since game one. 
they have they're they're not here for the fuck around. All right, they're here for one thing and one thing only, and let's get back to the chip. It's a sweep, a a straight clean sweep at that. I'm I'm in full agreement with you. Uh, clean sweep. Uh, I think I think C.J. McCollum Jamal is gonna have them in like one or two games, but like they're gonna look like they're in it, like five points, five point deficit at halftime, and then like T.J. said, get dog walked. Yeah, this is the only this is the only series I'm picking the sweep on. It's just the Suns got too much. Um, you know, they, the Pelicans don't have enough. You know, um, the Pelicans, you know, they played well this year for what they got. Indeed. Know, I will give I will give them that credit, but the Suns the Suns is out to murder people this season. So, you know. Let um, me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. If Zion was healthy and the series was going down, um, would it make a difference? I don't know because I don't know what a full season of Zion looks like and how much he helps a team. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. have a I don't have a, a, a sample size of Zion, so um, I really don't know if that would make a difference or not. I agree. Okay. Fair I enough. agree. Uh, Zion has not proven himself, unfortunately, to be really anything in the NBA just yet. But what I, I would I take him as Nick? Yeah, me personally. <laughs> yeah. If, 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 if the boy can stay healthy, and mm-hmm. I have a feeling, I have a feeling he's uh he's been. I've, I have a feeling he's Ben Simmonsing it, and he's not going to be healthy until he's gone. Yeah, he wants out. <laughs> There's no doubt he wants out. You know what I'm saying? I, I have a feeling he'll be healthy once he's gone. But yeah, that's right. I, he wants I out. But yeah, he wants no to more. come to New York where there's 24 hours of food. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yo, this yeah, and the fact that there's too many dollar pizzas around. <laughs> I'm Mad Love dollar you, Zion, but yeah, man. We Mad can steakhouses around, man. galore. Steakhouses <laughs> right, galore right, in NYC. Right in the right in the fucking across the street radius from the garden too. Man. Yeah. Yo, and, and imagine like he finds that apartment in the Bronx. Forget it. Forget <laughs> it. It's a wrap. All the Dominican food. Oh my God. Food. Can you see Zion on Fordham Road, bro? No, well, Fordham Road, nah, nah. Fordham Road is all shopping. <laughs> He would, no, he, but I'm just talking about the atmosphere, what walks around there, or Zion and the Ice. Nah, he, it's a rap, yeah, he, bro. He'd have to be around like East Tremont or something. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be like, <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be, he'll be clicking his heels, talking about this ain't South Carolina anymore. <laughs> <laughs> For real. But anyway, get off, off of the dog walk. Let's get to the, the. To me, I think this should be the most real, the really the most competitive series. In this, in the whole playoffs, uh, Nets Celtics. Um, mm. I'm gonna just keep it like this no real professional or semi pro analyst, analyst analytics from me. Excuse me. I want to see the, the Nets whoop on the Celtics 5 1, but I think this is going to be a seven game series. Uh, Kyrie is not coming up, not coming to fuck around. Especially with all the shit talked about that man because of the vaccine and all of that stuff, TJ, and the amount of help, the, the amount of time he had off. He's right now prime shape, I think, and and he was getting himself in prime shape recently, and, and the man has been cooking. I, I just heard that he had a game where he didn't miss for the whole 
entire first half of a game. And you see I'm not even talking about KD at all because I don't have to. If Kyrie comes out and cooks the way he wants to, especially in Boston where he, he spent a spell of a time just to dust them off, like this this series could go either way. I, I see it seven, TJ, but I see a Nets win. Yo, this is going to be seven. But, yo, I don't know if you saw that playing game. Kyrie went 10 for 10 in the first half. 10 for 10 and didn't miss a free throw. The man is a magician with the ball in his hands, bro. He's ridiculous. He went in in against those trees. It was like three moves around him. He still got the shot off and one. It's, it's ridiculous. He's and then you got like, KD. moving like that wind. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got KD. Whose jump shot is indefensible. He's got one of the purest jump shots in the game. Like that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot. I know Smart is a great defensive player, but Kyrie's gonna is gonna roast him as much as he possibly can. But then you got Tatum and Brown, those two brothers. Tatum got the spirit of Kobe in him, you know what I'm saying? And Brown is a very good compliment to him. But uh, where, where Celtics are going to lose at, I think, is their bench. I think their bench is, is not going to stand up to Boston. I mean, uh, uh, Brooklyn's bench. Um, it, it, it's going it's to be – Boston's going to hold their own. They're going to hold their home court. And, and this is where home court advantage is going to play a, a, a big difference in. And Brooklyn's going to win it in Brooklyn in seven. And Jamal, like we mentioned, uh, Tatum and Brown – if all it takes is for one of them to have a bad night in a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I'm going seven. Um, the Nets, they, they live and die with uh, his royal flatness. So, you know, he's <laughs> um, Kyrie, this, as he came back, he shows you why teams take a chance on him, but all the other shit about him, why they still take a chance on him. Because when he's dialed in, he's, he's an assassin. The um, you know, uh, Kyrie is is a is a serious problem when he is dialed in. I don't know if the Celts have enough to overtake that, but the Nets are going to have to play lights out offensively every game. Um, the Celtics can play D. The Nets slip. The Nets, mm, not they got to outscore you. Um, Yo, if, if, if Jamal, Tatum and Brown step up and have a couple of good games, they can win a couple of close ones, man, and take that in seven. The Nets can't guard a shadow, bro. They, that, that's the problem. They got that is the good. huge problem, man. Other thing is this: the, the, what is the big problem with Kyrie in the playoffs? It's about he him. Gonna, he gonna he gonna hurt something at some point. That is the question mark. If Kyrie stays healthy, my pick: well, the Nets. The Nets win this in seven. This is why this comes back to Dan's point. He hasn't played for like most of the year, so this is his mid season right here. Like, this, yeah, this is like him fresh out the box. Like, you just pulled the wrapper off of Kyrie, and now he's fresh and ready to go. And I think he's Which been waiting for this. I think he's he's super hungry for this. Oh, he's yeah, pl- at least, he's at least for, for Boston, you know. Yeah. But the thing is, it's kind of, you know, you, you can't you can't uh not look at his track record. And Kyrie can get hurt at any time, whether it's the first month of the year, the uh, first month of the season, 
third month of the season, last one of the season. Right. That's the, that's the only out. That's the only X factor. Right. But if he's healthy and he's playing like that, um, how do you, uh, wait like a minute, wait playing? a minute. How do you feel yeah. about Ben Simmons coming back? Because they said Ben Simmons is coming back in, in this series at some point. If Ben Simmons comes back, it's the Nets. It's the Nets. It's, it's, yeah. it's the yeah. Nets. It's, that's, a, that's, that's a given. That's, and they don't, and you saw that the Nets can't guard a shadow. All they need is Ben Simmons to play defense. That's right. Facts. Ben Simmons will disrupt, disrupt, disrupt just enough. Yeah, and and to be and to keep it real, I'm gonna mute you, TJ. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And to keep it real honest with y'all, like this is that year that obviously the the experiment with Harden failed, but I think that they're really gonna come together and like take this this entire playoff run like deadly serious because. I think Kyrie wants to prove okay mm-hmm. he could do it with he could do it without LeBron, like he thought he could when he left and went to Boston. Uh, KD wants to to shake to me, and this is just you know ancillary shit. This is KD wants to shake off the oh I went for the easy chips. You know what I'm saying? I went for the easy chips, and we came together for a reason. Mm-hmm. Because we knew we could do this over here. I think I, I, I honestly think this is that year for them. Who's they, beating them if Ben's it, playing, bro? If Who's beating they them? They almost have to do it this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And, and like Ed said, so Ed, Ed said the vibe of the team has also changed since a certain cancer was cut from the locker room. Yeah, the team is having fun again. I mean, that's why I mentioned Harden the way I did. And yeah. You know, it, it was what it was with Harden. Is you know, so it's just what track would they, records, though, man. Track records of, of certain players. You just it just, it is it is what it is. So what would the headline read if Philly gets bounced in the second round and the Nets make it to the conference finals? <laughs> what, you, what you mean? If? <laughs> what you mean? If first one, first one would be who got fleeced? Then who got first, fleeced? First one would be. As usual for Philadelphia. The next one, the next one would be Ben Simmons on like the Philly Inquirer or whatever the newspaper is. That that would be the next one for Ben Simmons. He'll be on the cover. And then in New York, I mean, they'll just rub it in the Knicks' face. That's what I'm gonna say. I think that's the first headline. Because the Knicks, I mean, even, even losing, the Knicks is still relevant, bro. That's the problem. The first headline will be Nets win. Knicks watch other teams celebrate. <laughs> that's the headline. That's the headline. That's what it is. But you know, with the Nets though, it's just like you know, what the Nets have been ever since they united a big three is the Nets are capable at any time of taking it down if everyone's healthy. And that's just, those are just facts. Yeah. Yeah, man. But the facts is, you know, I, I'm still up in the air with the fuck, what the fuck is going on. Uh, just a quick update for those watching live. Y'all listening on the podcast, the game will be over by the time it's up. But the Timberwolves are up 97-92. And, yeah, the lead still has never went out of the favor mm. of the Timberwolves. This entire mm. time we were talking about them. Mm. In the last comment on basketball, Ed said the Knicks will always own this own this team. I think he means the city. He says, I don't mind Brooklyn being the most hated team in New York City. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. 
I think the Knicks are the most hated because there's too many there's too many New Yorkers that that are anti Knicks that were Bulls fans that were freaking uh you know they were Lakers fans or then they became then they became oh I'm a Kobe guy I was just a Jordan fan all that bullshit I used to hear Damn. it all back in the day if 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 the Nets happen to pull it off the parade will only be held in Brooklyn put it like that yeah. no nah, no no it's always it's always in the canyon of heroes down i can't see sister. it i can't see they'll, it they'll do i think or or what they might i would consider and think of them doing would be shutting down at uh shutting down flatbush ave yes taking it from downtown manhattan yeah to the cross the Brooklyn bridge. bridge yes and, and then and then doing it from there. I, yeah. I can see that happen. Yeah. Ed yeah. said it's kind of fun, like being NWO or Bullet Club and wrestling. Well, I mean the colorway is there with the Nets black and white. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, get yeah. it, man. I get it. But, Just don't lose to Boston, man. <laughs> he said, uh, no parade. It will be similar to what the mayor did for NYCFC winning the MLS, a nice quiet <laughs> ceremony. <laughs> nah, it it will be a it'll be a parade, and NYFC just unfortunately it was uh, I mean, well, one, it's New York City ain't really up on MLS like that. Especially and, not that near. Yeah, and well, Dumb Blasio's a fucking retard, but I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's that. And now let's get on to some more New York politics and drama. This gun violence, yo. Mm. This gun violence in New York City has been absolutely absurd. Um, Just about a week or so ago, a little longer than, no, a little longer than a week ago, there was a 12-year-old boy who got killed by a stray bullet in Flatbush just in the car eating with his family. Um, there was a 61-year-old woman shot in the back, you know, for no reason in the Bronx. Um, if you remember a little earlier this year, maybe a month or two ago, there was a, a three-year-old or a two-year-old that got caught in the crossfire of a shoot of a shooting, I believe, in Brooklyn. And uh, the, the, I, the 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 child the child that child lived. It was just I forgot the type of wound they said it was, but. <clears throat> All of this led into the fucking Gotham City fucking Arkham Asylum, like, setting up like he was one of the Joker's henchmen yeah. on the on the end train early this week. Where this man, I don't have his name, nor does he even need to be mentioned, uh, decided to throw a smoke bomb in the car and then let off over 30 plus rounds in the train car hitting 10 people i don't think he killed anyone but injured they said injured up around 20 plus different people on this train car jamal tj whichever one of y'all want to speak on this before i just pop in the head go ahead yeah tj yeah this is uh this is, it's gotten to the point of ridiculousness. And if you found out how NYPD handled this whole situation from beginning to end, it is comical. 
No cameras worked in the subway station where this event took place. Not one camera was functioning. How is that even possible? And to the, to the fact that the man had to call the cops on himself to be caught. And when he called the cops on himself, they didn't even show up on time. They caught him like three blocks away. And how about you mentioned an NYPD dropping the ball. How about the initial drop of the ball where they did not deem this a terrorist act? Yeah, that was just trash. Which is How? complete. This is complete horseshit. Because he terrorized the whole subway system. He he terrorized a small section of Brooklyn. Yes, they had schools locked uh, down. Shot, yeah, lockdown and do uh, uh stay in place drills and shit like that because of this guy because they didn't know what the fuck he want what was going on. You know what because. And it was just a whole terrible, I mean, it was just a whole terrorist thing. Like, it caused me to post up on Facebook the definition of terrorism. And it described exactly what the fuck just happened. Exactly what the fuck just happened was the definition of terrorism. When you throw a smoke bomb in a crowded subway car, that's already enough to cause panic and have people acting up. (laughs) That was you with the ice cream truck that in the background. That's, oh, that's man. why I, I do it, y'all. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, but to once he threw the smoke bomb in, it wasn't even like a practical joke. Like some kids throw cherry bombs and shit like that. No, he threw a full-on smoke bomb, put a gas mask on, and then started firing randomly into the crowd. If that's not the form, definition of terrorism, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. And the fact that NYPD dropped the ball multiple times in this situation, and the dude could have easily gotten away, been in another state, another country, for that matter, at that point, because they had no idea where the hell he was or who he was, is ridiculous. But again, dropping the ball reminds me of another thing. The shooter himself is a freaking retard who dropped the ball because you not really though, Dan. Because no, you no. know what? Go, go ahead, say what you're gonna say, and yeah. I'll explain why. He not did. really because NYPD didn't even shut the trains down. The dude got on another train across the platform and got away. Yeah, he was now, trying to get caught too. Exactly, and this is why I say he dropped the ball mm-hmm. because how are you so stupid enough to leave the bag behind? With the van that you drove in, they found the van in Gravesend. I think he keys, panicked. I think he just panicked. Allegedly, keys, credit card, and all of that stuff. They found a credit card. Was able to trace the credit card to who rented the van, and then found the guy. And then found the guy. Yeah. And then, of course, by way of the internet, Jamal, they utilized old videos that he made on YouTube. Of course, you know that was gonna happen. Yeah. Say hello. <laughs> say hello to the missus but yeah they 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 utilize his old videos of talking spicy on the internet which he was talking about he wanted to kill a whole bunch of different types or 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 you know how we say y'all want to kill such and such like he it, it looked like it was like that but he showed his mental instability to where nah you could look at a guy like that and think something like that was gonna happen one day but yeah not to this level of Batman henchman, uh, freaking yeah. Jamal. 
Yeah, no, um, I think the Gotham City reference was correct. Um, this 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 event is the cross section of quite a few things. Of course, there's the gun control issue. Um, there's uh, mental health issue, um, and there's the terrorist issue because um, you know that was an act of terrorism. This dude was unhinged. The country's unhinged. The you know we have four years of the whole shit with with Trump plus you know plus the the reverb from that right now. Um, 24-hour news cycle, making everybody feel that everything is is going to pits. Then you then you throw in two years of a pandemic, right? Then then you throw in the fight over over the pandemic, whether you should get shots or not. Um, um, it's been an assault on the mental of the entire the entire populace. Um, the wrong people are able to get a hold of guns. I mean, this dude they said he was from Philly, but really have an address in Ohio, one in Wisconsin, yeah, another one like Raleigh Durham. Is it, is like, come on, you know. So this dude had access to weapons when he shouldn't have. He's clearly well, he had a, he clearly had a registered gun. He tried to scratch off the serial, yeah. but so, and then you know he committed a terrorist act. Now the flip side of this is right now we're in a proxy war, whether they want to admit it or not. That war going over it, going over there in Ukraine, and this is how this connects. Russia then came out and said, you know, we're saying, hey, we're not giving, we just started admitting we're giving Ukraine weapons. They just started admitting that, right? So Russia says, okay, there's going to be, there's going to be repercussions for that. So who's not looking at incidents like this and saying, you know, how can we fuck with the U.S.? Oh, shit like this. Easy, easy to sponsor. So, you know, um, but I think, oh boy, I mean, it's, it's indicative of the types of crimes we, we just had in this country the last thing is this, this this ain't the last of it there's going to be several more probably this summer and this type of stuff is going to be copycats and people that's, are that's what i was getting to go ahead they're on the internet and getting unhinged you know how algorithms work if if something if they once it once it locks on to you it's going to keep feeding you shit that's going to continue to make dudes like this this guy just blow a gasket so I just say, yo, man, everybody, man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a rough, a rough summer. You have to get a helmet. And that's the, yeah, it's not even the summer yet, and New York has went through hundreds of freaking shooting crimes already. Like the thing that I was reading, some of the stats, crime stats in New York, they compared. This was from March. Um, it says shootings across the city jumped sixteen point two percent from. 99 last year at the same time to 115 but this was from this was from march of 2022 the article i'm looking at so this is just for reference well it's dead it says, i saw, a, I saw robbery, a go ahead is robberies have went up from 854 to 1267 Damn. and then and then even car thefts in this city have went up from 655 last year march to 1044 car thefts yeah man so crime in this city has been wilding the fuck out even intensely now i i had my feelings about eric adams because of being a city employee there was talks about cutting cutting employees cutting wages things like that as a guy i'm not I'm, i wasn't for that i didn't want that <laughs> I didn't want that out of a mayor uh, of for my city. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it just seems ironic. It feels ironic that under 
this mayor who is trying to be law and order, who is a former cop, who talks around people that were NY, that I knew of from NYPD. Um, one guy particularly told me his brother actually was his partner in the streets for a little while, said he was a piece of shit in the streets, but I don't know him to call him that, you know what I'm saying? But then I, I hear shout outs to the homie T Smith who said as Brooklyn Borough president, he's done great things for the city, for the borough of Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? So there's like a mixed bag and I just find it weird that it's a black mayor's in office now. And now we're hearing about all these crimes, spikes, and all this, that, and the third. It goes to the algorithm talk. It's not a coincidence. It's, it's convenient. Right. It's yeah, not it's a coincidence. Yeah. You know, because That's they want to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, they want to. They want to always do that. They always go to pound on cities, the big cities, and like Chicago, and New York. But the truth is, the fastest growing crime rates over the last six years have all been in red states. And those are facts. So, but they're gonna, you know, they and you know, Mayor McCheese don't do himself no favors, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, they they're gonna they're gonna hang this on him, you yeah. know. But what what I'm they, afraid they also, of him they is, also is opening up them old draconian NYPD policing ways. That's that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They also fail to mention like the the poorest states are the red states as well. You know what I'm saying? And we're paying them to keep 100%. them afloat. And nobody mentions that at all. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Being subsidized, bro. Yeah, they're being subsidized by the big cities. Mm-hmm. But my biggest fear is the copycat. And, you know, what are the preventive measures going in so something like this doesn't happen again? And the, I think it's impossible to 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 quell something like this on a, on a, on a scale that needs it needs to be done. Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel you on that. And I, is there going to be a copycat? I don't think so because I think I most hope of the, not. Yeah, I, same here. I think most of the petty shit is the real like copycat type crimes. Most of the big shit like this, like you think about, like no, actually, some of that shit is it. You know what it is when I, I I'm thinking about other crimes that's happened like across the country, like like remember the um wasn't there the movie theater shooting? When the Batman movie came out, yeah, 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 that um, was in Denver. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then you think about uh, that was the Columbine, right? No, Columbine was mm-hmm. the school. School the that was also that they, in Colorado. Yes, Colorado. Right, but, then, but then you think about the Sandy Hook, which there, you know, conspiracies about Sandy Hook. Um, you think about the uh, Onyx nightclub in Florida. You know, like and, and, you know, the gay club that that right that got happened in, and it's like these things happen, but in like years. Of so, I, somebody copycatting this, maybe somewhere else in the country. You know, maybe somewhere else in the country. I'm not going to go as far as to think that it's going to happen in New York City so soon. But like Jamal mentioned, all the draconian NYPD laws, a lot of them are going to come back. Which, mm-hmm. shout out to my boy John, who made the, the great observation of all of you people who were anti-mask and anti-the government telling you what to do without by way of wearing a mask, all of a sudden are pro-stop and frisk and the government telling you what to do. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen. It's, it's, it's shit like that. It's shit like the, 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 the fumble of not calling this a terrorist attack is really what bothered me the most because it made me say, okay, 
this is clear as day that in this country, it's more about what your religious beliefs are and, and what quote, deems you a terrorist. So if this happened to be Ock from the from the fucking bodega that was going to work on like freaking Fifth uh, and Forty Sixth Street, shout out to that store that used to be my spot to go buy cigars when I worked in Brooklyn, right down the block. But you know, if this was Ock from behind the bodega, bodega, mm-hmm. who did this, Muslim man, this would have been deemed a terrorist attack. Easy. It would have been a different narrative. It would have been a completely different narrative. Totally. It would have been ISIS. It would have been this. It would have been that. It would have been all bullshit because it would have probably just been the man lashing out like this guy did, which this guy also reminded me of the movie Falling Down. That's right. That's exactly. He came, he came in with his briefcase, a.k.a. a duffel bag, with a bunch of dumb shit on it, ready to do dumb damage. And it it didn't show... I mean, this this whole crime... Besides it being stupid, it showed how stupid he was. Because how do you, it's literally, you panic and you left all your evidence behind for you to get caught as easily. It's like you wanted It wasn't thought out, caught. Dan. It wasn't thought out. You wanted to be caught. Yeah, well, it, not, wasn't it, was, it was thought out enough that you decided to, if you're right. going to drop a smoke bomb, that's it. First of you're throwing a smoke bomb in a New York City train you thought about this shit for a little while and how you wanted to do it. Right. The gas mask, you thought about how you wanted to get away. Right. You failed at completing the mission on fully getting away. Because right. let's keep it real. We hate that this happened. But if it was a smart criminal, that person would have never gotten caught. Because we're now in the times where you have to wear a mask on public transportation. Mm-hmm. Then and they still haven't lifted it. In fact, I think they extended it even further by CDC recommendations. They did. So that if there's anything that should tell you to do, I'm sorry, MTA, drop the mask mandate. I think you know that's um, one of them things. Yeah. But I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you, Jamal, next. Mm-hmm. But two, fuck you, MTA, and I'll say it again: fuck you. MTA, because now you're going to utilize this one train station that didn't have cameras to work to cry broke again, to raise fares on people again, and and to just again keep jacking us for more money. They multi-billion-dollar organization, and they multi-billion dollars, and they just got billions of dollars from the government to save them because something I told my wife when I was driving her to work during the pandemic. I was like, all these free rides that the MTA are giving on the buses is nice, but I guarantee you that as soon as, as soon as that they decide to stop, they're going to cry broke. Exactly what the fuck I called happened. Because mm-hmm. that's the MTA's MO every three to five years or less is that they cry broke. So now they're going to cry broke to upgrade the security system. Where's the money going, though? Where Where's is the, the money going? It's yeah. going to the upper echelon's pockets. That's 100%. it. That's a racket. The MTA and the airline industry need to be federally invested. Nobody is snitching in that group, bro. They are, Nobody's snitching in that group. Come on. <laughs> you know, even going back to the days of Roger Toussaint, telling <laughs> Mayor Bloomberg to shut up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, they was stealing money, so... But no, Dan, you're right. Um, I'm just thankful that most of these 
uh, people who decided to do these, you know, these terror attacks, we're just thankful that most of them are, are of low intelligence because um, if they weren't, I mean, we, we, you can't police that. That's, that's just your pop- populace. You have these people walking around in your populace, and unfortunately, you're reactionary to those types of people unless somebody dimes them out, which is usually a family. Their family always know. You, you know your cousin LaVon is crazy. You know, he, you know he he got issues like that. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it, it's a good thing. Um, but I think that that whole designation of, of of them not calling it a terror attack, I don't think that had anything to do with Neil. I think that came from Homeland Security. And I think, mm. I think by calling it a terrorist attack, the first thing they would have said is because it's because we're helping Ukraine fight Russia. And this is the Russians, and it would have spiraled into something else. That's my. That is my opinion of why they 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 tried to stop calling it um, a terror attack. Right. Not sure. But everybody else though has been smartly calling it a fucking terror attack because that's and what yeah, it is. Yeah, yes. it's exactly what it was. And mm-hmm. one more because I know you want to talk, TJ. But another big fuck you to Uber. Surge price. Oh, Uber, who oh. did not want to drop the surge pricing at first, and then. Lyft too, but then Lyft eventually changed it. I don't know if Uber changed it at all in that I time. I think they both did. There was an but, article out about both of them yeah, doing Lyft, it. Lyft changed it first, though. Like It was yeah. like, okay, okay, we get it. Let's help the people in Sunset Park only. And then yeah. I think... And then, you can't and levy then fines think, against them? Yeah. Go ahead, brother. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. no, that was it. No, if, if if they can't levy fines against Uber and Lyft for what they did, this is at least uh, a legislation point that that they could, they need to do something because that that was beyond fucked up. You know what I'm saying? That's cannibal capitalism right there. Word. And that's when capitalism, uh, uh, you know, uh, becomes bullshit. Because that was fucked up to, to to take advantage of a situation like that, bro. Yeah, and it was it was like if they dropped the pricing, what was because and. Again, timing. This happened during rush hour, eight right. something in the morning. That from thirty, what was it thirty between thirty six and thirty six and twenty fifth Street, the train station. That ride from that part of Brooklyn to Manhattan turned to eighty dollars in surge prices, and that's not even a far ass distance. Nope. I make it's, that. It's a, I make that less, drive about a mile, if that. I make that drive every day just about further. Damn, damn. Well, I, I mean, from Staten Island to Spring Street, Lower Manhattan, it's not that bad. I, during the pandemic, I was getting almost from door to door in 25 minutes because there was no cars, and TJ knows how I drive. Yes. <laughs> I'm a dude. Yes. They called me, and it's called me the Barry Sanders behind the wheel for the re- for a reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In a minivan, but, people. In a minivan. That, at, at that time. At that time. At that time. <laughs> but, but, yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. Because that's just bullshit. Now, you could say this is a win for the cab industry because the cabbies been hating on Uber and Lyft for the longest. But guess what? You know, it, I mean, short sidebar, it's your own fault, cab industry, because you were right. the racial profile and did that. So fuck y'all too. And I'll never and I'll never forget the day that the head of the TLC was on the news at a press conference talking about how it's okay to racially profile. And this is the person who was a shade that was a shade in between all of us. Hmm. A Latino or Hispanic man who was not surprising at all. And this was 
this was years ago, but I remember him saying that. But this was before Uber and Lyft were a thing too, you know. But but I do feel bad for them because they a lot of them lose their lives to the pressure of just the lack of business. And I I, I don't want to keep rabbit holing down that side because again it goes back to fuck you New York City for price gouging these people into businesses to where now they have to go past OSHA laws of driving 12, 14, 16 hours a day to be able to cover a million dollar medallion tag. Right. But but I digress on all that. I digress on all that cabbie talk. It was just back to the fuck you to the whole cab industry. How about that? (laughs) Fucking surge pricing and the traumatic time just because you could do that. So going back to Jamal's point of the, the, the draconian laws, if they bring back stop and frisk in New York City, it's going to be a big problem. A big problem. People know their rights. There's videos every day of people getting stopped by police. You think that shit is going to be, that shit will explode. And you don't think people are going to fight back against the cops before? We don't fuck yeah. around with the cops in New York City. Yo, we, 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 we will swing on a cop in New York City. For they, be tough to enforce. They might because, swing yeah. on a cop. I'm yeah. not. No, nah, I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, just saying I'm just also. saying. Uh, it, it's going to cause a lot more problems than than solutions. Actual factuals. I it's going to be ju- harder because neighborhoods are more gentrified now. Also, but not only that, they're only going to be stopping minorities, which is going to go right back to racial profiling. On top of that, they're not stopping white folk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not stopping, the, you know, the kid in Birkenstocks and jeans who, uh, and, and, and a koofy hat. You know what I'm saying? They're not stopping that dude. Meanwhile, he got four four pounds of weed in his backpack and, right. and three bags of coke in his pocket type shit. You know what and, I'm saying? And that's what makes that even more interesting, the fact that now weed is legal. So guess what? Your yes. stop and frisk is simply going to be... I don't like the way that motherfucker looks over there. Skin look, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, you and no then lo- you no longer have the yo. It smells like weed in here. No shit, it smells like weed, nigga. I could smoke it out here for net right now. Mm-hmm. On, <laughs> on top of that, it's going back to oh, you were talking back to me, so now I gotta I gotta throw your ass in the clink. And I had a and I had a moment like that where I got pulled over right when around the time I just we just got this traverse. I went to the store, came back home. I hit the turn signal but out you know my car has the you could tap it in a thing and it, it just does it, it twice does, yeah 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 i didn't know it was a cop behind me and the dude is talking to me like all crazy like your, your signals don't work like like what are you talking about like i i don't even know the car like that like i just got it i'm just getting familiar with it my my you know he did the yo let me see your turn signals i looked it over and I was like, yo, this shit's working. I'm talking to him kind of like this. He's like, oh, what are you talking smart to me? This, that, and the third. Like, he was getting aggressive for no reason. But then but what, what, what neutralized but, him? My work ID and my badge. But there's no law for talking back to, to the police. That's, that's there's the no law. There's no the law for thing. talking reckless yeah. to a cop. So there sense. is no law. It's called your ego and pride law. That's, that's it. all so it is. is. It is so that's all it is. It's your ego and pride law. I can talk back to you the way you talk to me. What you give is what you're going to get back. And they fail to realize that. And that's how to realize it that. should be. And that's how it should be. You're supposed to give respect, get respect. That old slogan is that simple. It's that simple. They should be the first people giving respect. 
Mm. At all what, times. Is it isn't respect one of the slogans on the side of their car? No, uh I think I it's like it is. it's like Serve courtesy. Serve and protect, but I mean respect might be the last R in there or something like that. Right, right. And this wasn't this what I mean, we you know, we could be whatever. This wasn't meant to be a a bash cop situation. It's because, not uh, it's because not at also all. too because also too we can salute them for the quick work. Like they got on it. Even though dude was a numbskull who fucked himself up, but it was quick work with a bunch of fumble fumbling of the bag moments in between. And it happened within a matter of days, which works out for why we do the show. But but it, like it worked out on the weekend. But like Jamal to Jamal's point, anybody just with a hint of being a little bit smarter. You still be looking for this guy. He'd be long gone. Factor. Long gone. Yep. Long gone. In somebody's basement it's come down to in people. Minnesota somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yep. Yeah. But that was it. Speedy recovery to everybody who was injured. Indeed. Uh hopefully everybody. So. I mean, the thing that everybody ain't talk that don't talk about. Hopefully everybody within that situation gets the the right mental health. Uh, yeah, that's uh, a, that's a very traumatic experience. Discussions and talks and 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 assistance that if they need it, you mm-hmm. know, salute to the MTA workers who who. That's where I will salute. I will salute the employees of the MTA who acted fast to try to help get people to safety. They recognized about four of them. Um, salute to the anonymous anonymous people. If you want to call them snitches, but they're not snitches because they weren't they weren't on that guy's side who gave the tips to get the reward. They they split the reward between I think five people or four people that gave oh, a Zach, tip. That is that kind of that caught him. But what was it like fifty grand or something like that split between them? A nice little come up. That's because, what's up. because they caught the dude in the West in the East Village. Dude was in the streets, like trying to be outside. Like, what is wrong with you? You know what's going to happen when uh, I hate to say this, the streets are going to catch the next person that do it, and they're just going to wear that motherfucker out, be, and then it's going to be what it is at that point. And you know what I would say to that? One would hope. Yeah, it's it's always for real. But isn't it always the people that saw this though and catch people? Yes, always. It's always the people. Yeah, you know, We, we need you. Yeah. We need you, but we need you to do it without a paycheck. Mm. I mean, that just kind of makes me think about volunteer services, like how outside of like New York City, most places are all volunteer fires, things like that. Like, yeah, we need you, but we need you to do this for little to nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's just how it goes. And this is how this ends. Y'all know what to do. Shout out to everybody in the comments. Uh, shout out to Dan, shout out to Jamal Another great conversation Another great uh, episode this week uh, We got that, uh, the barcode back So uh, click on that To, to uh, link to all the the web uh, the web tree to, to the Starting 5 podcast To catch all our latest podcasts And merchandise and things like of that nature Come through Come on the show if you have an opinion on anything we said about it. We, we appreciate it. Please do. We want to hear your side of the, the story of the issue as well. Trust and believe that. That's what's up. 
Shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody in the comments. Shout out Maya. Shout out TJ. Wishing everybody happy Easter, Passover, uh, Ramadan. If you celebrate Ramadan, the sun's going down soon. Hope you get your grub on tonight. Um, uh, yeah, man. Love to have more people on. If you, if you got an opinion about something, definitely jump on. Come come kick it with us. Uh, another great show. Word up. And I'm, I'm working on trying to get my cousin on and his people from the End of Regulation podcast. Shout outs to my cousin Tyler. His, his boy is over there. Uh, Low, Bert, and all the cast of characters they got behind the scenes. Dope show. Check out my boy Lou, the Everything Podcast, represented the homie this week on the show. Um, but yo, next week I could I could give y'all a preview because I mentioned it in the comments of a thread. There's a list out there that showed the greatest players yeah. in NBA history for each team. And a lot of us <laughs> people of a certain age seen a bunch of discrepancies in there. And to be honest with you, I mean, there's maybe like five to six. It's not a lot, but they're argue worthy. We're going to talk about that list next week. And plus, because, Jamal, there was something you mentioned earlier in the show that I was going to say something, but I say it now. When you talked about the villain, Mm -hmm. we're going to, during this week, y'all have to develop a top five sports villains. And we're going to stay in sports for another week. But a top five sports villains of all time. And now make that list. This is no this now we're gonna develop our own top fives, but we are going to actually define a five, not no particular order, a five to one. Mm. I kind of know where my number one is. I will tell y'all that off air, but next week stay tuned for that because we're gonna have some fun. Y'all want to be a part of it. Y'all heard this. I'll clip it up. I'm gonna throw it up on the TikTok, I'm gonna throw it up in the Facebook group. Top five sports supervillains. Oh, that's going to be spicy. Yeah, it's going to be spicy. But anyway, peace out, Ishtar. And keep keep it Ishtar. Keep it it Ishtar. Disposable planet, disabled planet. (laughs) (laughs) We out, (laughs) y'all.